Chapter 1 of the Storybook of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Francis Brown. The Storybook of Science by Jean Henry Fabre. Translated by Florence Picknell. Chapter 1 The Six. One evening at twilight, they were assembled in a group, all six of them. Uncle Paul was reading a large book. He always reads to rest himself from his labors, finding that, after work, nothing refreshes so much as communion with a book that teaches us the best others have done, said, and thought. He has in his room, well arranged on pine shelves, books of all kinds. They're large and small ones, with and without pictures, bound and unbound, and even gilt-edged ones. When he shuts himself up in his room, it takes something very serious to divert him from his reading. And so they say that Uncle Paul knows any number of stories. He investigates, he observes for himself. When he walks in his garden, he is seen now and then to stop before the hive, all around which the bees are humming, or under the elder bush, from which the little flowers fall softly, like flakes of snow. Sometimes he stoops to the ground for a better view of a little crawling insect or a blade of grass just pushing into view. What does he see? What does he observe? Who knows? They say, however, that there comes to his beaming face a holy joy, as if he had just found himself face to face with some secret of the wonders of God. It makes us feel better when we hear stories that he tells us at these moments. We feel better, and furthermore, we learn a number of things that some day may be very useful to us. Uncle Paul is an excellent, God-fearing man, obliging to everyone, and as good as bread. The village has the greatest esteem for him, so much that they call him Maitre Paul on account of his learning, which is at the service of all. To help him in his field work, for I must tell you that Uncle Paul knows how to handle a plow as well as a book, and cultivates his little estate with success. He has Jacques, the old husband of old Ambrosine. Mother Ambrosine has the care of the house. Jacques looks after the animals and fields. They are better than two servants. They are two friends in whom Uncle Paul has every confidence. They saw Paul born and have been in the house a long, long time. How often Jacques made whistles from the bark of a willow to console little Paul when he was unhappy. How many times Ambrosine, to encourage him to go to school without crying, has put a hard-boiled new-laid egg in his lunch basket. So Paul has a great veneration for his father's two old servants. His house is their house. You should see, too, how Jacques and Mother Ambrosine love their master. For him, if it were necessary, they would let themselves be quartered. Uncle Paul has no family. He is alone, yet he is never happier than with children, children who chatter, who ask this and that, and the other with the adorable ingeniousness of awakening mind. He hath prevailed upon his brother to let his children spend a part of the year with their uncle. There are three, Emile, Jules, and Claire. Claire is the oldest. When the first cherries come, she will be twelve years old. Little Claire is industrious, obedient, gentle, a little timid, but not in the least vain. She knits stockings, hems handkerchiefs, studies her lessons without thinking of what dress she shall wear Sunday. 
when her uncle or mother ambrosine who is almost a mother to her tells her to do a certain thing she does it at once even with pleasure happy in being able to render some little service it is a very good quality jules is two years younger he is a rather thin little body lively all fire and flame when he is preoccupied about something he does not sleep he has an insatiable appetite for knowledge everything interests and takes possession of him an ant drawing the straw a sparrow chirping on the roof are sufficient to engross his attention he then turns to his uncle with his interminable questions why is this why is that his uncle has great faith in this curiosity which properly guided may lead to good results but there is one thing about jules that his uncle does not like as we must be honest we will own that little jules has a fault which would become a grave one if not guarded against he has a temper if he is opposed he cries gets angry makes big eyes and spitefully throws away his cap but it is like the boiling over of milk soup a trifle will calm him uncle paul hopes to be able to bring him round by gentle reprimands for jules has a good heart emile the youngest of the three is a complete madcap his age permits it if any one gets a face smeared with berries a bump on the forehead or a thorn in the finger it is sure to be he as much as jules and claire enjoy a new book he enjoys a visit to his box of playthings and what has he not in the way of playthings now it is a spinning top that makes a loud hum then a blue and red lead soldiers a noah's ark with all sorts of animals a trumpet which his uncle has forbidden him to blow because it makes too much noise then but he is the only one that knows what there is in that famous box let us say once before we forget it emile is already asking questions of his uncle his attention is awakening he begins to understand that in this world a good top is not everything if one of these days he should forget his box of playthings for a story no one would be surprised end of the six recording by francis brown